Keeping it real. On cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Sex Talk on cliffcentral.com. It is three minutes past ten on Friday morning. This is John T. Searle. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Tamar. Good morning, John T. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, John T. Good morning, Anastasia. Good morning. Very cool to be with everybody this morning. Very cool to be here actually today. I don't know why I feel I feel it's festive. Yeah? Yeah, it's like... I'm just overwhelmed with joy to That's see everybody. Yes, That's everybody's so cool. just so wonderful today. Yes. So before anything else, we have to say that we had promised a guest in the name of Sia Sanguinifan, whose so-called liberality and open-mindedness is nothing but so-called. And he is skulking, pretending either to be ill, to be on his phone, to be in a meeting. So all of this liberality and... Open mind. It's just so cool. No, that's that's okay because I, I I'm actually following uh, to see what's happening with him in Twitter, uh-huh. and he's just being a celeb right now. It's just like he's been caught there, he's been seen there. Yeah. He can't do this. I think he's been Did caught like a deer in the headlights more than anything else. <laughs> he's also he's currently kind of, got a mouthful, and he's kind of frozen there like this deer in the headlights. Never mind anything else. One day when you go through so. his Gen- John Lennon phase, and he's going to go. Genitals. What has happened? That's the problem. There's a genital disconnect. That escalated <laughs> Okay, when you'll wow. go. Sorry. <laughs> and then she orgasm. And then she orgasm. <laughs> yeah. When he's going to go all John Lennon on us yeah. and he's going to become all trendy hippie and he wants to talk about his sensuality, then we will not mm. allow him to go in. That's it. So, Where? In where? Yeah. So until then, we can, in the tradition of today's show and to be in character, simply call him a wanker or a non-wanker, mm-hmm. whichever one he chooses to admit to. Love it. And that's all. Okay. So today, that's what it's about. Wanking, jerking off, jilling off, jacking off, rubbing one out. Excuse me, Whatever it is that yourself? you want to call it. Yeah, we're going to talk about okay. that. We're going to talk about that. What does that actually mean, loving yourself? And why pleasure, self-pleasuring as opposed to masturbation? So please... Join our conversation, send us your questions, and a couple of listeners sent me some very cool questions in the week that we will discuss and answer. Join us on 0861-555-189 or join the conversation on WeChat, message to screen. You can also catch us on Twitter at sextalk underscore Cliff C. And we actually have quite a cool sex position. If you guys want to demonstrate, I've got a new one. Okay, great. So you're going to be um, periscoping this. Of course it's, you will. It's called On the Bench. Ooh. Okay. And it was actually developed by some gay boys, but it applies to all of us, so it kind of works. Okay, so, so it wasn't there a good go. day to wear a skirt. So, well, okay. 
that's still okay. So we will, for that, we'll need one of the balls from outside for that because that's just going to help. Balls. Sounds so bad. We well, need so we some balls it, for this. Yeah, we can call it on the ball. That's quite good, actually. On the, oh, I like that. You are very on the ball we are on today, the ball, Isn't that? Okay, so. I just hope we don't make a balls up, I right? Well, you know, there we go. We are fast descending into the gutter. <laughs> Not that we ever raised. I was going to say, did we, did we start outside of the gutter? Did I miss something? <laughs> yes. So let us do this. Ninja sets, chocolate starfish, Twitter bag, Calipagian. Today's dirty dictionary word is earmuffs. Ooh. Dirty dictionary word. So, any guesses, Anastasia? That sounds like a very lesbian word to me. It does sound like a very lesbian word. Um, well, it could I, apply. It could apply. I have a very close friend who used to joke with me and say, your ears are cold. Should I wrap my legs around oh, them? So I'm going to leave it back. We're getting closer. Uh, we're I was going to go with exactly the same thing. Oh, yeah, have some fires around your ears. There we go. Getting closer. Do you have to disinfect them? For, do you have to bring your own ones yes, from home? <laughs> Make sure they're disinfected yeah. too. <laughs> so the peanut gallery, all the pundits outside sent through some guesses, and one of them was fantastic. It was the best. It's far away from what it is, but it was fantastic. One cock in one ear, one cock in the other ear, and that's your earmuffs. I don't know what you're going to oh, do with them in your ears. No. but That sounds like the most horribly impractical. Yeah. It is, but that do was you lube your ears? That sounds painful. Who's that fun for? We didn't have exchange. a chance to kind of pursue it. That was just. I'm sure you find somebody yes. on the planet that ears. <laughs> Should we do on. that as the sex position today? No. <laughs> Dick and your ear. No, really not. <laughs> <clears throat> we have never exposed a cock here, and we will not do it just because. Ratings, darling. We, ratings. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Never say never in the studio. Okay, true. You should have learned that one by now. By Listen, now. we've had plenty open vaginas in the studio. It's about yeah. time we have some some open, you know, manatilia down there. Not that I would enjoy it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, why self-pleasuring instead of masturbation? I started using this term for a workshop that we developed because masturbation is very often this kind of guilt-ridden act from way back in our young and teenage past. And self-pleasuring starts to put it in a very, very different context. Firstly, it's about us owning this, owning this act of pleasure, which is really, really important because as soon as there's guilt involved, it's not ours. But it's, it does make it exciting not, in a yeah, sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. Then... We extend that into self-loving and what actually is self-loving and how do you actually do some of that, which we will share with you. And a great article that I think Anastasia posted actually on Facebook, which was the myths of female masturbation. Hmm. Nastasia, are you taking the blame for this article? Which I take the blame for everything. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes, you do. No, you but it's absolutely do. right yes. because there's so many societal expectations on female sexuality. Mm. 100%. And we often think of it within the context of partnered sex. Mm. But also when it comes to, when it comes to solo sex, there are a lot of expectations mm. that female masturbation has to be, all right, there's two sides to it. On the one hand, it either makes you like a dirty, shameful slut. There's that slut shaming <laughs> aspect to it. 
girls shouldn't play with themselves. And then on the other side of it, it's that if you do, it has to be this sensual ritual. It has to be like bubble baths and candles and almost performative in nature. And sure, there's a time and a place. And, you know, if, if you're going down that route and you're doing it for yourself, that's fine. But it's, it's really directed towards society's gaze to okay. take a look at this and this woman performing masturbation for mm. the sake of other people. Yeah. So again, and then that takes away her agency, plastic. right? No, it's not okay. owning her pleasure. And those are the kind of myths that we're going to look at and answer some great questions. So I came across something earlier this morning in uh, Women's Health, a tweet from Women's Health, which was a study done that says that last year more people, particularly women, pleasured themselves than ever before. So however they work this out, which you've got to kind of take I with a little bit of a pinch of salt. Was done. <laughs> it was a survey. So, you know, yeah, how often did you do been. it the year before and how often did you do it this mm-hmm. year? So they attributed it to things like the Magic Mike movie, um. the Fifty Shades movie, a whole lot of topless calendars, I'm presuming male you know, pictures and calendars advertising mm-hmm. various whatever's that they were advertising. Mm-hmm. Yaros Life Yoni Massage DVDs. Something like that, <laughs> yes, that everybody <laughs> bought at Sexpo. And all of these things which kind of started putting us in a very different category that more women were pleasuring themselves than before. Because the theory is that more men do this than more women. The theory. The theory. So, Isn't this, this theory is not... Like well, maybe it came from the same place as the theory that people are getting off to the Fifty Shades movie. That's because it. I do not know anyone how, who how got off to that movie. That? Yeah. What? Who got? Who got off <laughs> to the, the Fifty Shades of Grey yes. movie. Still haven't seen it. Yeah. You're not missing out, honey. <laughs> so let's start with a fascinating question from one of our listeners, which I really love this. How do you talk to your teenage daughter? She's a mother. How do you talk to your teenage, teenage daughter? daughter is the mother? <laughs> That's possible. The too. listener no, is the mother. <laughs> the mother has a teenage daughter. Are we clear on everybody's yes. role in yes. this? Yes. Okay, good. Where were you during all of this? <laughs> <laughs> the mother has a teenage daughter. The mother's question was, how do you talk to your teenage daughter about self-pleasuring? <laughs> Excuse me. And how do you? It's not that shocking. Are you choking up already? Something. And how do you introduce her to a toy, or how do you buy her a first toy, or what do you do about that? Well, you don't start with so. a big daddy nine inches of pleasure <laughs> super yeah, thruster. Yeah, yeah. Double, double yeah. So my take on the toy thing was, firstly, I don't think that you should buy your daughter a toy. I think that you can go with her to a shop and you can get some really cool advice and you can share in that. But I think it's very much for her to make that choice. Because I think imposing on that might be a little bit uncomfortable for the daughter. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wrap it up necessarily and, and leave it under the Christmas tree. I don't think that. <laughs> no, she could leave it under the pillow, like you know, the tooth fairy left so something honey, for you in your bedroom. for you. No, that, you know what? You know, <laughs> get a glow in the dark one with glitter. Something which is not right. You have to do it very consciously. You have to <laughs> say, no, "No, don't leave things under pillows." It's like also my mom. I I hope the the mother that is listening is first of all is there is there a conversation? Do they speak about? intimate things mm-hmm. in general because just to start a conversation from look what i got you 
is kind of like you have to start from the beginning. Now you mm. say only answer to what your child is asking. If the child didn't ask the question, what do you do? Well, I think it's more that the mother would like to open the door to the conversation. Okay. Which so, I think is fan. Absolutely, mm-hmm. because and there's a fascinating article, and I will send the link to Dari to post on our site, which was an incredibly challenging article. What would happen if we told our kids that sex was for pleasure? Hmm. Beautiful, and it really is interesting. So I think that's where you kind of start the conversation in a way where you're actually talking about pleasure, about owning your pleasure. And starting to own and explore your body more than anything else. That's mm-hmm. where I think it really, really starts. So there's a fascinating thing. One of my favorite authors, from the point of view of what she has done over the years, a woman called Nancy Friday, released a book called My Secret Garden in the 70s, I think. And what she did was she collected women's sexual fantasies. And, as, and she published them as she got them. So whatever the language in the book was, that's what's there. That's it, full stop. And this was kind of shocking because women didn't have fantasies. And they certainly did not have fantasies like this. And they with cover with their clungers and uh, oh yes, there were clungers and there were and there were Alsatians and there were you name it. There was everything in this. <laughs> so it was kind of quite shocking. But in the foreword to one of her other books, she wrote about the fact that conscious self pleasuring is so important because that's where you start to really kind of own yourself. And there's a very big difference between I think self pleasuring or playing with yourself to kind of have an orgasm, which is quite a goal-oriented process, but to actually taking time to own and explore and love this body that you have. It makes a lot of sense, and I really think that the starting point for opening up that kind of conversation or dialogue, especially with your daughter or whatever it is, is really to center on your relationship to your own body. Yeah. And how that's okay. Your body belongs to you. You are entitled to enjoy it. You're allowed to enjoy it. Your sexuality is your own and it doesn't have to be associated with shame. That's it. And ready to, to explore is not a bad thing. And just to understand that when it comes to sexuality, the keys to empowerment and liberation really are knowledge and understanding and education. So when it comes to to sweeping it under the rug and we don't talk about sex, we're doing a disservice to everyone. But to say, yeah, you have parts that can bring you pleasure. Also, you need to understand how they interact with other people and you need to understand that you are in control of your body. You own it. It belongs to you. That's the key there. That empowers. That's the key there. uh, The fact that it's yours. Absolutely right. And what we were talking about... I remember if it was last week or the week before, but we were talking about the fact that your pleasure is your responsibility. Your orgasm is your responsibility. Don't steal my orgasm. That's it. Hashtag don't Don't steal steal my orgasm. But the purpose is that if you become responsible for your own pleasure with joy, with celebration, with acceptance of yourself and your sexuality, that's where you're setting, you're creating a foundation for an incredibly positive sex and pleasure life with somebody else because it's not up to me to make you come. You are claiming that for yourself. 
that's where it becomes, I think, so important. So the conversation, as you say, needs to be around owning yourself, your pleasure, your body, before being involved with anybody else. Yeah, this idea that, especially when it comes to women, mm. that a woman's sexuality exists for the purpose of other people, that needs to go. Absolutely. It's 2016. That kind of thinking can actually just fuck right off. <laughs> Angry feminist is here again? Oh, hell's yeah. Absolutely. You knew what you were signing up for. <laughs> yes. I see how you're looking at me. Interesting Ooh. enough, it's not, I really, I grew up in a very liberal house. Don't think, don't look at me like this. Nothing weird, okay, Lisa, nothing weird. But the fact that there wasn't a conscious conversation, there mm. wasn't like, let's talk about it. This is what it does. This is, there was a lot of feeling that everything's okay. There was a feeling that everything's mm. okay and, and we are safe and it's all good. But the actual experience or the actual legit conversation was lacking. Mm. And that's something I only realized when I was after 30. There's a huge step between having the understanding that everything is okay, that it's fine for you to be doing that and a conscious conversation and the gap between those two are enormous and it's often the hardest gap for us as parents to cross and the first thing because i get asked a lot how do i talk to my kids about sex and the first thing is you have to be comfortable with your own sexuality first because our kids pick up more about what we do than what we say you can say to your kid, you know, it's okay that you can talk to me about anything. Mm -hmm. But if your child knows that something embarrasses you, they are not going to come and ask mm -hmm. that. It's kind of like having a don't ask, don't tell policy yeah. at home. And it's not okay. You know, all right, there's this kind of implicit understanding that we're okay with everything and we're so open-minded and blah, blah, blah. But when it actually comes to putting those issues on the table, Very then different. people start to shy yeah. away. So, what so you have to engage. Yeah, so you absolutely do. So do we acknowledge to our children... Yes, I pleasure myself. But let's take a step back from that and say, how many people actually share with their partner that they self-pleasure? And not from the from what Anastasia is saying, not from the place of like, you don't know what I did today. It was no, so just hard. Simply say, just, yeah, I was is, thinking of you is, and he has a naughty picture. Yeah, actually to say, I did say, this for me. This yes. is part of my self-pleasuring or this is part of my life experience. So whether it's a guy in the shower in the morning or a woman who is taking a few moments and just simply enjoying the pleasure without anything else. And it doesn't have to be anything more than that. But to simply acknowledge that with your partner, never mind that you might share it with your partner and sharing a self-pleasuring experience with your partner is awesome. And we'll talk a little bit. Let's let's uh, while we're there, let's go there. Are we going there? Because <laughs> let's I, go there. I, I let's wanted go to there. say that when it comes to discussing something like self-pleasure within the context mm. of a partnership, we have to remember that there's always the potential that the partner might feel threatened. Mm -hmm. yes. yes. What, are you not getting enough from me that you have yeah. to now go and, and again, it comes back to that idea, my sexuality is about me and mm. it's not about you. And so if I'm playing with myself, that is not a threat to you. No, but a big threat for a lot of men that they find very difficult is a lot of women will have orgasms on their own really easily, really quickly, but with a partner, they will struggle with mm. that. Because it involves being open, it involves being vulnerable, it involves letting go of a lot of judgment, because what am I going to look like, sound like, feel like, taste like, smell like when I have this big orgasm? I have to really let go. Are you going to judge me for that? If it takes a long time, I feel pressured, so therefore, I'm not going to do it, or I'm going to fake it. A hell's hour. Mm. And that becomes incredibly, incredibly destructive. 
So self-pleasuring with a partner actually can do a couple of very interesting things. The first thing is it can teach your partner how you like to be touched. 100%. The other side of that is nobody's ever going to touch you the way that you can touch yourself. But it can give your partner some more ideas and more clues. It's a beautiful experience to share this with your partner is for you to touch yourself and you do this and it can be an incredibly sacred and intimate experience. So start with creating a space for this. Light some candles, put some nice music, light some incense if you like. Just create a space that's safe, that's beautiful. Spend a few moments looking into each other's eyes, hold hands, tell each other how much you love each other, how beautiful you are, how excited you are to share something. And thank your partner for being willing to be vulnerable, to be intimate, to be open and to share with you. And then your partner lies back and you both get a chance to do this. Your partner lies back. You have the lube that you want. You have maybe whatever toys, implements that you want. You sit really quietly. You get in touch with your heart. You hold your partner in that space of safety and you just simply watch them give you this amazing, amazing gift. So you stay completely passive. That's it. Doesn't matter how turned on you get, you do not jump on top of her and <laughs> bam, 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 this is my thing now. You stay there because when you do that, you hold the space for somebody. You give them the gift of that space to share something so intimate, so powerful. And it's the vulnerability that makes it intimate. And that's all that you do. And even afterwards, you've been watching this for 10 minutes and you are climbing the walls with horniness. You do not jump on top and do your thing. That is, that is extremely powerful. That thing of deciding something, sorry. <clears throat> deciding something, some, some kind of boundaries because mm. sex is usually in self-pleasuring as well. It's like the heat of the moment, something that just happens, you know. You, yeah, sorry. and it's just the pattern, <clears throat> the conditioning, the... Yeah, so it's just, and it's something that it can, keeps on feeding the conditioning mm. because again and again you think, okay, we're going to do this today, right? And then you're like, okay, but we're too horny. Let's go for it. Mm. Just really respect, and that's another huge thing of, in respe of respecting yeah. each other. But that's where you create but not enormous with safety not with, with each other, that before you start, you have the conversation. These are the boundaries of what we're doing. This is how it is going to be. And at the end of that, you ask your partner, would you like me to hold you? Mm -hmm. Would you like me to cuddle with you? Would you like me to leave you alone? Because that yeah, again makes them feel a part of the experience as well. And it. not just like this is just about you. You're yeah. actually doing it for me and bringing yeah. me into it. Yeah. Yeah. And because consent is sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and your consent. <laughs> I don't. What was the first hashtag? Don't take my orgasm. Don't, Don't take my, my orgasm. And, and consent, consent is sexy. Consent is sexy. Okay, I really need to write yeah. So as soon as you do that, that's what you're doing. Opening the conversation with your children about this. So firstly, I think it depends on the age of your children because different ages are going to have different conversations. There's no question of that. And a lot of little kids do this because it just kind of feels nice. and you know. So you need to tell them that's okay to do. But you need to do it in your room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Simple. It's not to people, share yeah. with everybody. 
Yeah, absolutely right. It's a private thing, but it doesn't have to be shameful. And the fact of the matter is, a lot of kids do start playing with themselves before they understand what they're doing. But they don't know what it is. But it's just it's human nature. And then we assign all of the guilt and the shame to it. And Mm. you know, you're going to grow a hair on your eyeballs, and (laughs) your palms are going to fluff over. That's (laughs) some horrible diseases. And you, yeah, absolutely right. Who is your parents? I didn't say I want. It's a Jewish thing, don't they? Oh my God, yeah, definitely. It's a Jewish thing. Yeah. But, you know, there's any level of guilt, you shut down the idea of pleasure. Mm. Absolutely right. And the fact of the matter is that in a lot of situations, self pleasure is some of the safest sex you can have. Yeah. And that's so much of what we teach in so many of the workshops, like expanded orgasm, for example, has nothing to do with penetration, it has Mm. nothing to do with bodily fluids. Just offering possibilities of pleasure in a way that is really, really safe. So the next thing then about self-pleasuring is it's the most, and this is where it starts to get into kind of self-loving, is about exploring yourself. So the difference between sex and sensuality, which we've spoken about a lot, and I actually never really made the connection before, it just kind of came down. Self-pleasuring with the goal of orgasm is exactly the same as sex with the goal of orgasm. Yes. The goal is the focus. So I do whatever I need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. So whatever porn it is, whatever fantasies I have, and fantasy and self-pleasuring <coughs> can become a little bit of a limitation. And we'll come back and talk about that. So the goal becomes the orgasm. So we miss out on the self-pleasuring. We miss out on the exploration. We miss out on the possibility. So how do we start this sensually rather than sexually? Self-loving. First thing is, it becomes an expression of loving yourself. You matter. You are important. Create a space. Light some candles, some music, get some lube. You can do this in the bath. Get some body oil. And you want to expand it into some, get some feathers, get some things that are just beautiful sensation. And start by touching your hands really, really gently. Can we periscope this? Yeah, sure. Like a little of bit of... of the hand stuff. Hand stuff. Yeah. I want to share something till Lisa's going to tweet mm. about the periscope. It's going to be first periscope. Periscope. Mm. First scope. First periscope for today. The periscope. Periscope. The first. Uh, a first, yes. As so, long as it's not a phalloscope. <laughs> that is. Phalloscope up. Phalloscope. Touching, touching yourself sometimes can be scary how much, how, how good it can get. Mm. It's, I remember it really frightened me when I was starting. Uh, the, the sexual journey as a, as a teenager, it was actually frightening how good it can get as a person that me, myself, I consider myself as a person who has issues with giving myself mm. properly and fi- defining a place for myself. Uh, I remember it clearly. It was actually scary. Like how intense the feelings Yes, how could intense be. that feels. And all of a sudden, I don't need to care about anybody else, mm. only about me. It, lo- it looked to me almost ridiculous to do it for myself. And it looked to me, I remember this, I was actually frightened. Mm. It was so powerful. I said, okay, okay, I'll do it with my partner. I, this belongs to my partner. And that is something that I think in the back of our minds, it might go a long way with mm. us. And it's just, I just, you were talking and I was just recollecting, mm. the recollected that this is the mm. this That's really interesting. Mm. Okay, okay, I'm ready for you. So the tweet is okay. going to go out on sextalk underscore cliff C. Um, and then we'll just try and get Central to retweet it as well. So... Here we go. Cool. Okay. So, really gently. Can you see my hands? So, really gently. Just begin to stroke 
your hands, the back of your hands, spaces between your fingers, your nails, your knuckles, really, really gently, really slowly. And after a minute or so, extend that into touching your face in the same way, really slowly, really gently. And after you've done that for a minute, extend that really gentle, slow touch into your whole body. <laughs> Let's Dunk, go. Please, will you bring one of the balls from outside inside? And not your balls. Position, yeah, he's like balls. He wants to play with Duncan. Thank you. He would like much. to play with your balls, Dunk. <laughs> yeah, put them on the table, Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I think that moment is going to be yeah. priceless now. It happens. So after you've done that for literally five, ten minutes, as long as you like, stop, lie still, and allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling, the sensations, the emotions that are running through your body. That's it. Things are going to come up like useless. Um, I don't have time for this. Things are going to come up, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, but just being in that state of pleasure, of sensuality, without taking it anywhere else. Because that allows you to start kind of getting out of this goal and more into your body, into being present. That's where we feel stuff. Thank you very much. That's where we feel is when we're present. When we're focusing on the orgasm, we're focusing on whatever we need to do to get there, not being present. So, that's what we do. So enjoy that, and we would love to hear what you feel. It's date night, and your wife wants you to bring Ray to bed with you. Hmm? You suggested Tyrion, or maybe even Sheldon, if she fancied something a little different. But no, Ray Donovan it is. So you get your tablet, and you meet her in the bedroom. Because with Showmax for 99 Rand a month, you get to watch full seasons of the biggest series. On the couch, in the kitchen, in bed. Online, anytime. So get to Showmax.com and get your seven-day free trial. Keeping it real on CliffCentral.com. So, the next time you do that, then extend that into some genital touching. But take the orgasm out of the equation. Don't go to having an orgasm. Explore yourself with some different sensations, different ways of touching. And later in this year, we will have a beautiful self-pleasuring DVD ready for you that will guide you in this whole process. But enjoy this without the orgasm. Take the orgasm out of the equation. And then the next time, take it to the orgasm. So the power of that really kind of grows and it really becomes awesome. And that's where you move kind of a little bit more into the idea of self-loving more than just the orgasm. Which starts to really expand your awareness of yourself, the feeling of your body, the sensations, the emotions. Really, really beautiful. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, everybody... (laughs) Find a little space where you're nice and quiet. Off you go. We'll be back in 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Can we do it? We'll be playing some music. (laughs) We'll be playing some music. Yeah. But that really starts to change what it is. So let's talk about what fantasy does because masturbation and self-pleasuring, wonderful time for your fantasies, Mm -hmm. whether it's porn-fueled or, you know, you've picked your perfect porn for this, whatever it is, and – or you've got your fantasies ready. What a lot of that does is it keeps you from being present with yourself. 
because it's the mm-hmm. outside stimulation that becomes so important, not what's inside, not where you are. Mm-hmm. So how do you get out of this? Because if you ask most people, could you have a self-pleasuring experience without a fantasy? And most people would say no. And you ask most people, could you have sex without a fantasy? They'd say no. Because they need the fantasy either to get turned on or to get them to orgasm or it becomes such a part of who we are. What brings us into that breath? Breath brings us into the body. So you focus on the breath moving in and out of your body. That's all. And you just keep your attention on your breath while you're touching yourself. And it becomes a very, very different experience. Because arousal goes through Mm. different kind of changes And at first, it's really weird. And in the beginning, it seems like nothing is happening because I need the arousal. So what happens if I don't have the the stimulation? (gasps) You have to turn that inwards. And that becomes an amazing act of self-love. Are you enough for yourself? Do you need something else? Hmm. It becomes very, very different. But again, that is the fine line between masturbating and self-pleasuring because watching porn and masturbating is literally just about getting that fantasy going, getting your mm. hormones raging and having an orgasm, where self-pleasuring is the opposite of that, yeah. just really enjoying your own body. That's it. It becomes a very, very different kind of experience. So let's look at some of the myths of female yeah, in the, self-pleasuring. Yeah, in that, in that aspect, when you think about religious, just different kind of religious approaches and oh yes do so, not spill yes. your seed on so, the ground yeah but i'm thinking about it <laughs> how do you deal really how do you how do you get to a place you put some glide wrap down on the ground yes and then you spill your seed onto that <laughs> that's and why do you do it it's afterwards really easy. you put it in the turkey baster and oh. <laughs> <laughs> we told you turkey basters are so 2014 well, you know, some of us like retro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm a- but I'm asking seriously, now, now there's a teenager, a teenage la- a girl listening and saying, no, but it's wrong, it's wrong, it's just wrong to touch yourself, to have pleasure, to enjoy life, to, you know, to, to, to do those unuseless, unuseful things. What, how can you get to, to people? You have how to can- start by dismantling the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. It's, it's trying to teach people that you don't have to feel shame and guilt and anxiety over your own body, that that body belongs to you and to no one else. And mm. if you choose to share it, you do that of your own accord. And it's one of those things that I, I repeat like a broken record, but it's so much about unlearning the bad habits, unlearning the bad patterns of thought, unlearning all of the guilt and all of the shame that goes along with physicality that's intrinsic to who we are yeah and it's it's systemic the problem is everywhere it's conditioned and i did you see there was a story just yesterday absolutely revolting about where girls who are getting bursaries for their studies scholarships Mm. their school fees are being paid on condition that they pass virginity testing every single year you know and that kind of thing is happening and you wonder why Women do not feel like they have agency over their sexuality. Mm. You know, that's... And it's such a double standard. Who's testing the boys for virginity? Yeah. Exactly right. And well, how do you test the boys for yeah. virginity? How do you test the woman well, for virginity? Well, that's it's the bold. point. It's absolutely absurd. I will go on the record as Serious? the token angry feminist doxer mm-hmm. in saying that virginity testing is bullshit. 
Oh, wow. I've always wondered about that one. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm still a virgin. (laughs) You cannot prove otherwise. (laughs) You got a, you got a gold star. (laughs) So one of the first myths about female self-pleasuring is that it's this big production. Where does this come from? It comes from porn. Porn. Not the fact that a woman can kind of. Yes, that's, that's the music. That a woman <laughs> she walks. I'm actually looking now in Google, just trying yeah. to look for cool images to post. Everything is exactly what you said. It's all like women. Uh, people have sent me some very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal. So you know, like your your mouth is half open and the lipstick is perfect, and you know your your skin is glossy and. God, I've so been doing deep. it wrong all along. I need to get yeah. me some lipstick. Man. Exactly. Yeah. You don't yeah. get the orgasm if you don't get the lipstick. No, instead of saying that. You know, you get into bed at night, and one of the main purposes of an orgasm is it's going to help you relax, it's going to help you fall asleep, so you're going to do it in a couple of minutes, with a toy, without a toy, and then you're going to turn over and go to sleep, and that's it. That's all. Look, orgasms help me sleep, I'm just saying. Okay. And it's fine. <laughs> absolutely. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that's fantastic, and it's not this whole big, because when a guy does this, it's not this whole big production. Mm. And how often in yeah, porn it's rather do you actually <laughs> see a guy self-pleasuring mm. from start to finish all on his own? Yeah, no, you can really just see him coming involved. all over with yeah, his face. That's yep. it. That's and it. as a woman... So let's put this out and please let us know. Would you want to watch something like that? Would that turn you on? Imagine if it was filmed in the same way mm. that women are filmed self-pleasuring. Okay, so we'll be so, periscoping you know, you, that. You go to one of the sites <laughs> like um, ifeelmyself.com. Dunk, are you there? I feel myself. Dot com. Check Explain it out. Explain to us it's how it works. Thank you, Dunk. We know you're on <laughs> the YouTube channel. Yeah. No, it's not, not no. a YouTube. Okay. No, no, this is uh, way beyond YouTube. Okay. But it's, it's, and it's actually, and I, as far as I know, it's a site that's actually run by women. And it shows women, every kind of woman, every kind of body, self-pleasuring, really beautifully filmed. Um, but it's natural. It's real. And if that was formed in a really beautiful way as a woman, would you want to watch a man doing that? Would you watch a man doing it? Would you want to? First of all, yes, but now these days I understand it's from the vulnerability place. I mm-hmm. actually like to see a man ex- expressing himself mm-hmm. not in a, in a, not in a way of like showing off or like doing something in order to impress, mm. but actually touching himself and Sometimes it's it's even it's almost like you feel there's an there's a feeling of nurturing like mm. wow look it's, it's so cute. <laughs> but, <laughs> Please don't okay. tell him that okay, in that yeah. moment. No, no, I'm not talking about somebody specific. <laughs> no, it's all, but it's a vulnerable thing. You mm. can actually see a man that touches himself and going through the whole process. It's mm. it's something that is very personal as well. Yeah, but mm. that's it. It's such a private act, and that brings the vulnerability, which is amazing to share. So the next myth is that women who masturbate are slutty. Okay, we talked about yeah. that. Definitely. Absolutely. So we true. Debunk that. <laughs> yeah, we're a bunch of sluts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and again, just that dichotomy, if a man is doing it, it's because he's going to get blue balls and die mm. if he doesn't. Yeah. And if a woman does it, she's a slut. <laughs> okay, blue balls are a myth, right? So doctor, yeah. are you, yeah, are you not supporting totally this are, theory? Okay. Totally he's are. not going to get blue yeah. balls and die. I want to repeat he's that. He's not. So the he's next one is really, really interesting. Women's masturbation is more emotional. There's 
dialogue. There's fantasy. There's all of the stuff happening. Instead of, hey, I actually just want to have an (laughs) orgasm because I know it's going to help me relax. And it will fill my body with really cool pleasure. And that's all. I can totally imagine a conversation going down of myself. Oh, Lisa, you feel so good. Oh, Lisa, you're so sexy. <laughs> no. Are you talking to yet? <laughs> it's emotional. I'm can you record that? Emotional. I want to hear that. Okay. So the next one, and this is linked to a lot of what we've been talking about. Women don't watch porn when they pleasure themselves. No, I don't. Never. Okay, so I watch dolphin porn. porn it doesn't matter. Dolphin porn. <laughs> you and your dolphins. Well, John, listen, got me we are getting, we are getting dolphin. ready to. Book, I'm not going to rape the dolphins. Dolphin, okay. um, mm-hmm. A dolphin retreat up in Mozambique called Waves of Pleasure. Mm-hmm. So we combine swimming with the dolphins with some beautiful lessons on sensuality, sexuality, pleasure. It's really awesome. And within the next week, we will have a date for Until this. a whale rocks up. In in France, Chandler, Chandler, you know, he's in a hotel, he's masturbating, and Monica surprises him, and she opens the door, and he goes from porn, touching himself, mm-hmm. to, like, National Geographic Channel, there's <laughs> sharks there, and he's getting off, but, you know, the second he gets off, it's Some because, people are into <laughs> sharks. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so Monica goes back home, he's like, Chandler's into sharks, and, yeah, that's, I think, what's where I get the yeah. inspiration. I like dolphins more yeah. than sharks. Okay. <laughs> to say nothing of the little vibrator, what was it called? Danny yeah. the dolphin or the oh, dolphin yeah, or whatever, dolphin. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The next myth is masturbation is innate for men and learned for women. Natural for men, but women have to learn how to do this. I have to tell you, that is such mm. a load of nonsense. Go back to childhood and just see people, girls mm. and boys, touching them. Mm, of course. Because that's all. Nobody had to teach them that. But what is it's You know where I think nonsense. it comes from, bro. It's just that boys and men naturally do it because it's almost more acceptable for them to do it. So the learning part might be from women who are scared hmm. to do it because they've been taught it hmm. wrong. So yeah, but that's it. Because yes. female so sexuality exactly. has been so suppressed Mm-mm. that somebody has to kind of give you permission in a way. Yep. I actually, yeah. I had to give up, well, a friend when I was young. <laughs> Because I played with yourself and you showed her. She taught me how to really do something cool with the bed and playing with yourself. And I, her parents caught us and I was not allowed to ever again. But she taught me. She was okay. I was not that pervert then yet. I never so believed that story too much. You know I what? To I, you the my one parents that taught can, her. I remember it vividly. Wow, vividly. I'm just trying to imagine the young, innocent, naive Tamar being corrupted by some outside influence. Yeah, she might have been innocent. You lost me at young innocence. Yeah, she <laughs> might have been innocent until she was about three weeks old and after that I was kind of, that's it. Not even then. <laughs> Not even then. But yeah. it is true. Don't put terrible ideas in your children's head. Mm. Do not. Yeah, they will think of them on their own. They don't need your help. And don't yeah. tell them how to play with the bed either. Yeah. <laughs> no, but tell them how to. I like that mother that sent it. So the next Thank myth you. in this is women who masturbate must be empowered. Mm. Or women must be empowered to masturbate. They must be sexually empowered. No. They must be really in touch with themselves, which is, again, a lot of nonsense. Because the empowerment comes with a whole lot of, in this context anyway, a whole lot of expectations Mm -hmm. that you really like your body, that you're really in touch with this, that you're this powerful woman out in the world, that you can make these sexual demands of people, which is absolute nonsense, because the two are nowhere near being connected. 
It's simply saying you can enjoy pleasuring yourself regardless of whether you like your body or not, whether you think your body is beautiful or not. It simply says, I can have pleasure. And the two have nothing to do with each other. I can finally see that we have corrupted Anastasia. You know, normally I tweet or something like self-pleasuring, you know, talking about masturbation. She's just going straight for it, stroking your pussy. You, you obviously <laughs> didn't look at the picture. <laughs> no, I didn't look at the picture. Yeah, maybe, maybe you should read before you start commenting. Oh, damn it. You see, I was just getting excited. Oh, no, that's actually a pussy being stroked. Yeah, uh, it is actually someone stroking a pussy. Yeah, that's so boring. <laughs> no, man, Anastasia. Show me the picture, please. Show me the picture. There you go. There you go. Pussy being stroked and mm. not the kind that we like. <laughs> you should well, have kind yeah. of like kept it there and then people would go there and mm. check it themselves, Lisa. But okay. 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 Oh, no. Now they, now they want to know what we're talking about. I yes. Yes. Oh, See, now yes. everybody's going to tweet. Okay. So let us show our on the ball sex position. With a dog. Um, on the ball sex position does not include the dog. Bestiality is I'm not, not legal okay with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think, by the way, it's a beautiful dog. But That's it Casper's is dog. Indeed. Let's yes. not corrupt the young, innocent, well, naive yeah. dog. No. <laughs> <laughs> not our listeners. Uh, the yeah. dog. Shame. Okay, so I think we need to maybe let the dog out. Yeah, okay. Who let, let the dog <laughs> I love that we wow. both went there. <laughs> as soon as John T said that, every listener just started Absolutely. cringing. Yes. And within split seconds, we knew why. Yes. So, Everyone knew what was about go. to happen. Okay. So this sex position was actually, it actually comes from some gay boys. And it was called on the bench or on the deck chair because it's actually a wonderful summer pool position. So. Is it working? It is not, but I will switch it on. How's that? I'm already up. The only person that you say sex position, she's up. Okay. So I have to kind of demonstrate this with you. Great. We will okay. talk to listeners through yeah, this. Yeah, we will okay. give the, the play So we're going to be periscoping this as well. Just Tomorrow's for the record, on the ball. The, the ball is yellow. It's not blue. <laughs> so anybody who has a Pilates ball, anybody who has an exercise ball, this is really good for you. Do not try it um, on your own balls. Do not. <laughs> on your own balls. <laughs> well, you need them. I'm going to totally hashtag this yellow balls. So partner is going to lie. Let's do it this way. Is going to lie back over the ball like that. All right, so you, you spread your legs over the ball. So you need a sofa as well. Resting on the ball. Okay, so basically there is currently chaos in studio. There is absolute chaos. Tomorrow started taking off. Is it like 69 ish? All right, tomorrow's getting undressed. She's pretending that there's an invisible pole there. She is. All right, so kind of the gist of this, the gist of this is that one partner lies back, straddles across the ball on their back, and then the other partner sits across them. Um, I believe Tamar is in what is referred to as a reverse cowgirl at the moment. Um, She doesn't seem to have the hat. It looks like she's getting a good calf workout there. Um, Yeah, Tamar... You're supposed to do the fight clap tomorrow. Okay, and here we, here we go. There's the, there's the gist of it. So the ball is kind of elastic and it bounces around. And that obviously contributes to, this is not a good lesbian sex position, just by the way. Why, why, why well, you could 69 this. It's true, you can 69 it on the ball. But it might be a bit dangerous with a strap on, to be honest. 
If it's nice and, and not yeah. a deep a deep one, a nice curvy one. Yeah, I think depending on how one. flexible it is. Yeah, we just need a good one. I, I'm, I'm lately uh, kind of doing my own uh, search on toys because I actually never experiment much with toys. Mm-hmm. I prefer people <laughs> to people. use them as toys. Yeah, I was going to say, people yeah. can be toys mm. as well. Mm. So, look, nice. if the we're talking about self-pleasuring, of course we have to talk about toys. So here's an interesting question. What is the weirdest or the most bizarre object you have used to self-pleasure? We've had this before, though. We have, but it's sure always an have. interesting one. It's always interesting. And another interesting one is what is the weirdest kind of substance you've used as a lube for self-pleasuring? Like, have you experimented with things like, and I will admit Tomato to, sauce and I will admit, no, I admit yeah, to a range toothpaste. of like toothpaste, Vicks, oh, no. or, you know, those different kind of <laughs> things. About, what about deep heat, John Never. T? Have you done that? Never. Oh, Onica oil. I thought at some mm. stage Onica will be really hot to cover my girlfriend's body in it and yeah. not <laughs> a great the idea. Same, by the way, the same goes with all these aromatherapy oils that uh, I kind of use as a massage therapist in my clinic, mm-hmm. all these cinnamon... No, yeah. don't feel do it. free to use them on skin, but keep those away from mm. your mucous so membranes. You are in for a, a nasty surprise. Absolutely, to do that. so be and very no careful. And no cold or hot shower can help you yeah. after that. <laughs> and also, you know, the loops that get hot and cold and like make you supposedly all tingly and all the fruit stuff. They have so many preservatives and chemicals in, so you have to be really careful because genital tissue very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and right. that can bring out a lot of rash, thrash, all kinds of things. Yeah, so and, be really careful. Especially if you are going to be going to be playing with a backdoor, um, the lining of the anal canal very the very door. sensitive. You have to be you have to be exceedingly careful with what you what yeah. you use there, especially in terms of lube and things That's like it. that. And while we're on in that avenue, the back door, the back door. It's a thing. While we are in the back door or around the back door, let us be very clear on if anything is going into an anus. Beyond cleanliness, which is really, really important, make sure that it either has a really secure string or a bar a flat base, that yeah. is not going to allow it to just kind of and disappear. <gasps> These because, because I turn on a, on a little medical secret, the anus sucks. That's it. <laughs> very quickly, very powerfully, and, and especially during, especially during so orgasm. So hard and so fast. Yeah, that's like and vacuum cleaner. There are <laughs> those things are gone. At least You'll never see them Anastasia, again. Anastasia, I hear a doctor story coming out, ya. Because they they're all the same. It's like you stuck what yeah. up where? <laughs> right. Okay, what's the weirdest that's thing it. you've ever found Get out there? Get the jaws Come on, of life. <laughs> yeah. Get the jaws of life. Because there are very few doctors who have not spent time in an oh, emergency yeah. room who have not had to extricate something. How in the my, hell do you in do my mind, for? In my mind, you just take a glove like a cow in summation. Like a glove and you just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really. Actually, if you if you really want the answer, it often has to go to the operating theater hmm. because oh, we need wow. to we need to anesthetize someone and completely relax all of those muscles oh. so that you can actually get it out. Okay. Depending, of course, on what it was. So can't we give them that before they do the anal sex? <laughs> can nephotize the so. muscles? I just think it'll but make anal sex so much yeah. more fun. But the self No, but that's a uh, that's a very important point when it comes to mm-hmm. relaxing those muscles so that you can enjoy it. You have to go slowly. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anal sex yeah. is not like zero to one hundred in no. three point two seconds. Yeah. And we will that in a couple of weeks. We'll works. do another show because it's one of those things that we, we need to do every few months. Yes, John, so will bring the donuts. Yes, John, <laughs> will bring the donuts. Yes. So, what are we doing next week? We're starting out talking about a new trend that's really interesting, which is there's such a fascination with lingerie. 
women's lingerie, women's underwear. And it's this really sexy thing. And everybody's buying lingerie. And especially Valentine's Day is getting closer. And oh, yeah. all of this kind of stuff. What about men's underwear? I knew you were going to say that. I'm sick Has next week. I'm not coming in for that. <laughs> I'm yeah, you're not getting away with that. No, but oh, come on. Have you seen what they market as men's line? It is disgusting. Listen, well, I have to be here for men's underwear, so do you. That's right. So we are <laughs> starting power. to talk about the yeah. new trend next week in men's can underwear. Can I bring the models for the you underwear? You can indeed. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll model and some men's underwear. Are we going are, are to have someone here with those underpants that have like an elephant on the front and the trunk? <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. That'll be so, fun. You see, even... From Cindy in Ireland, I came home from a gig last night, totally chilled, happy and tired, but I had to have a play before I went to sleep and slept a very happy camp. There we go, real well, simple. Well that's Cindy. All. So, we are starting out with the men's underwear next week and this whole new trend of different styles, different fabrics. I have no idea where we're going after that because once the underwear comes off, I'm sure we will well, find We all know where you're going go. after that. <laughs> But that's where we're starting next week. I'm going to do my really own survey. I'm going to walk in the streets and just ask people what do they think, how how important mm-hmm. that is, and we'll bring the okay, results. Okay, so tomorrow and Lisa are off to Melrose Arch again because that seems to be your favorite. There we go. No, no, this time I think something like Melville maybe or maybe like um, – Okay, we'll make a little Bronfantine. preview video for yeah. next now, week. I think show. you might find some very interesting things at Stanley Avenue, mm-hmm. which gives us all a wonderful excuse to go to Bean there for coffee. Or we could just go to a gay club, a yeah. boys' gay club, because they're all walking around in their underwear anyway. Okay, yeah. I'm coming with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and by the way, the best time in my life was in gay clubs here in South Africa. Yeah. And they even kissed me and they gave me good time. But then they're like, honey, I don't like you that way. Bye. But it was it. so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> coming up this week is our first water massage of the year on Tuesday night. And it's actually pretty full. So there are a couple places left, but it is... Just such a beautiful experience of sensuality, of connecting, of intimacy. You don't need a partner for it. Um, information for that is on our website, www.eroslife.co.za. We also put something out in the newsletter that if you want to experience a workshop, only women, women only, ladies mm-hmm. only, you can. Uh, whoever whoever wants to subscribe to our newsletter in the same place in the, in the website, you can. And then just send us a message saying you want to experience it with the Woman-friendly, woman-only... Uh, uh, um, female environment. Female environment, mm. thank <laughs> you. And it, it can be done because we had a lot of requests around that. Mm. And we also do private workshops and talks. So you have a group of friends who would like to explore something and we'll create something for you, which is really beautiful because it becomes very personalized. You can have a lot of fun, a very safe space. And wonderful. Your final word on self-pleasuring? It's fun, do it. Your final word on self-pleasuring? Don't take my orgasm. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Don't take my orgasm. Your final word on self-pleasuring? And then she orgasmed. <laughs> yes. I knew that was coming. Of course it was coming. I it was meant was to coming. be. There we go. Yes. yes. So lots of exciting stuff coming up. Thank you again for your messages, your calls, your emails. Please keep them coming. Um, another sad loss to the music world this week. Oh. Glenn Frey of the Eagles. So... Yes. Tribute? Yeah, absolutely. We what are. are we playing out at Hotel California? T- no, because that would take half that an hour. That would be cheesy. <laughs> it would be. Take it easy. Have lots of pleasure. Take it easy. And we wish you the most wonderful weekend. This is CliffCentral.com.